BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie and we have co-host and guest Corey with us today. Hey Julie. Hey Corey. I am here. And later on we're going to bring in Matt Karfakis. Y'all probably remember Matt from the previous, what is it, like six episodes of Talking yes, Tacos? this is number seven. Yeah, this is episode seven of Talking Tacos. We haven't done one in a while. This is a fan listener favorite. We want to talk about what's going on with Cabo. So, hey, Corey, how is Cabo going? Cabo's going, Julie. Yeah. Um, we are plugging along, and um, so we're recording this uh, a couple of weeks before uh, this show airs, but I'm pretty confident that I can talk about what um, will happen between now and then. So we are... Finally, finally, finally making some real moves in the space. We've been doing work this entire time, but it's just been slow going. And it's just, it, it's so frustrating when you know you're doing work, but you really have nothing to show for it. Like it is, it, you, you're spending all this time and, and effort and resources. And then you look back at what you've done and you're like, I, I can't actually like physically show that I've done anything. That's how I feel every day with SB Pace. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm doing something, but I don't know what. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, and and it, yeah, it's much harder, especially with a a, a pretty much a 100% digital business being yeah. SB Pace and yeah. and being a service based business. It's really hard to say that. Hey, look at what we've done. And maybe that's why you've always wanted to change the website like every other day. So we can actually <laughs> see that something happened. Yeah. Hey, look, look, there's progress. Yeah. Right? We need, you know what we need? We need a progress bar on the top of the SB Pace website that shows the progress we're making in the business. Okay. Where do you think it would be right now? Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. That's what I think <laughs> yes. too. Yeah. yeah. Can you uh, add that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks. <laughs> What's the progress for? I don't know. Business. <laughs> business yeah. progress. But um, yeah, so we're actually making like physical changes to the space which is awesome we've got the floors are done so we can start uh actually using using the space because that's just been annoying the past uh couple of months is like we're receiving equipment and we're receiving smallwares and we're trying to do stuff and i we've rented three storage units So equipment shows up at the space and we immediately have to transport it to a storage unit because we can't store it in the space because the contractor doesn't want us using the space because they need it for their work, which is understandable, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also kind of frustrating because I'm like, I'm paying you rent right now and I'm not even really allowed to use the space. Um, So that's just been a, that's been, um, it's been a little contentious with the with the landlord right now. Uh, the landlord who's also they're doing in charge of the build out. Um, so that's it's going to be. I'm going to be interested to see how that relationship plays out over the um, 
coming months and years because on more than one occasion they've said, well, we've got to consider because, all right, so for anybody out there who's not familiar with the location, we're in the bottom floor of an eight-story uh, building. And so the seven stories above us are apartments. Um, and so there's a bunch of tenants in the building, obviously. And on more than one occasion, the landlord has said, well, I've got to consider the tenants and I just cannot wait for that, that one time, that first time we're going to push back, be like, yeah, well, I have to consider the customers. Because uh, it's, it's, it's going to be fun. I, well, I don't you are think, also a tenant, though. We are a tenant, but we're... Are you... You're not, you're not a considered tenant. <laughs> no, can, but we're like... I think I calculated like 14% of their monthly revenue. Um, oh, wow. Yes. And... You're an important tenant. An important tenant. Yeah, I might, that might be a little high, but still. Um, we're... We're a significant tenant in the space, and we add to value to the building. And um, it's uh, yeah, fourteen might be high, but anyway, regardless, it's still a significant amount. Um, but just like in general, the restaurants are kind of just the the whipping boys of the of the business world because people. Uh, landlords, they see people coming in and out. Every like they're just like, look at all these people in here. You must be making money hand over fist. I'm like, yeah, you know what my overhead is? You know what my costs are? Like it's it's not that yeah, we're making a ton of money, but we're spending a ton of money to make that money. And anytime something goes wrong, the restaurant gets blamed. I mean, we Matt and I were were kind of um, we were doing some work in the in the space and we were walking around and we saw a bunch of evidence of pest. Um, in the space, cockroaches, uh, rodents, that type of stuff. We're not in there yet. And and it's just, I mean, they've got dumpsters. It's not uncommon for where you're at in the process. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, but it's also, we're in a city. There's a lot of tenants and there's a lot of trash and there's restaurants in the neighborhood. It is not uncommon for pests to exist in that scenario. Right, right, right. Um, but I guarantee you the first day that we're open for business, they're going to say that we are causing the problems with the pests in the building. They'll be like, I don't know, because like uh, a tenant's going to complain. I saw a mouse the other day. They're like, oh, well, it's because the restaurant's here. So we had our pest control company come in and document everything months before we even open. Document everything that they could find so that when that complaint comes in, because I guarantee you it's going to be on day one, that it's our fault that there are now pests in the building. Be like, nope. We've got documentation from June, July, November, December showing that this stuff existed before we were here. It's in, yeah, that's that's a lot. Yes. So anyway, are you stressed uh, out about any of it? No, not at all. Um, <laughs> I I I feel I, I you were, that was sarcasm. Right? Yes, yes. Okay. I went and got a, a checkup with uh, my doctor not too long ago, and and you know she's like, oh, your blood pressure's high. I was like, no shit, I could have told you that. I didn't need to come in to let I you know. I could have told I'm her that. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Who do you think is on the receiving end of your stress yes, most of the time? Exactly. Um, but uh, no, I mean, other than that, everything's good. We've um, we've got our management team lined up. We um, training is going well. Everything's going well. We're waiting on the city for permits. That's the big thing right now. Do you have that's, your ABC license yet? No, you can't get that. And that's the last thing you. Well, the last thing you get is your business license. The second to last thing that you can get is the ABC license because you need your health permit to get that. You need your certificate of occupancy before you can get your health permit. 
Um, you need all of the building permits before you can get your CO. There's all sorts of fun stuff. So, so it's a, sort of a just a, a stack up of things, and once that first domino falls, everything starts to fall into place. Kind of. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a Do you have a target date yet, or you don't want to say it? Um, no, we, <laughs> I have a target date. Is it going to change? Probably. Um, we're What's looking, it looking like now? we're looking like mid March, mid to end of March. Um, do you think you'll be open for Cinco de Mayo? <laughs> <laughs> My goal is to open in 2022. Okay. So that's a, that's, that's, a good that's, goal. that's going to happen. No, I, I think that, um, realistically mid to end of March. And again, that a lot of that's on the city right now waiting on permits. Huh. Um, you know, we're moving at the speed of local government. So mm. yes, that's exciting. Yes. Yes. Unless it's the parking authority. Oh, yeah, which they move like <laughs> they move. lightning. They are ninjas. They move very quickly. All right, well, that's a pretty good update. So do you think we should, uh, you want to take a quick break and we can bring Matt in and talk all things Cabo with Matt? Yep, let's do it. With so many things competing for our attention these days, efficiently acquiring and retaining customers is critical for small businesses. And that's why we launched Certivium, the newest business from the SB Pace team. Certivium is a business created specifically for entrepreneurs who need a hand with customer service, customer engagement, and social media management. We are an affordable option that any small business looking to grow needs to help maintain the most important part of their business, their customers. Find out if Certivium is right for your business at certivium.com. All right. Welcome back to the show. We are on episode seven of Talking Tacos and we have Matt joining us. Hey, Matt, welcome back. Hey, what's up? I can't believe we're on episode seven already. I know. It's almost like you're just a regular fucking guest on the show now at this point. You might as well be a hey. co-host. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I don't either. I was just being polite. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So how's it going? Good. I mean, problems come up as expected, but I think we're, we're doing pretty well considering everything that's going on. Yeah, we're dealing with supply chain issues. Everybody's using COVID still as an excuse to be inept and provide inadequate service. So that's fun. Um, Matt, uh, since he's uh, 100% on Cabo right now, he has the pleasure of kind of being the one on call to, at a moment's notice, run down to the store to receive a shipment. So that's been fun. That seems to happen a lot, too. It, uh, a couple times a week, at least. And it's, all, it's slowing down, though. It, it is, but I... Because uh, no matter what direction you give these people, because the direction that we give all of our deliveries, all of our drivers... 30 minutes before the delivery happens, call Matt. And this is his phone number. And inevitably, they, they somehow know to call when I'm in a meeting. So I'm on a Zoom for SB Pace. Julie and I are on a call and I have to, like, I'm either, like, trying to text or whatever. I just shoot, like, Matt a text. I'm like, so-and-so trucking just called. Call this number. I can't. I'm in a meeting right now. They know when I'm in a meeting for some reason. And, and they call and then you have to you know, go deal with that. And yeah, like, it's like, I don't understand. It's on your instructions. Call Matt 30 minutes prior. What do they do? They call me when they're at the space. <laughs> so when are, so what are you, are you guys working from like a big punch list at this point? Or what are you, what are you doing? How are you, how are you keeping track of the work that has to be done over the coming weeks before you open? Punch list. We got a punch list and we keep adding to it almost daily. 
just random things that we're thinking about. We'll put it on there. Like this morning I put on one way tent to the kitchen window that needs to get done at some point. Right. So just anything from large to small goes on that list. Yeah. We've uh, just got like, we, we just, um, again, this is a couple weeks before it's going to air, but, um, we just got our, the, our web page up on the cabofishtaco.com website. So I think it's cabofishtaco.com slash RVA, I believe uh-huh. is the URL. Um, and so that launched this week and the designer launched it and he just put in a bunch of placeholders for, cause he just didn't have the information. He wanted to get it up. And so it was like, oh, okay, cool. So Matt and I sent some feedback to him of things. Hey, can you update this, hide this, et cetera. And then I'm looking on there and I'm like, oh, phone number. Yep. That's going to the punch list now because we need a phone number. And I honestly don't know how we're going to have a phone in there. I think we're going to do some sort of internet based phone because we're not going to have a landline, like a real true landline. We're not, we're not wired for it. So I got to figure that one out. So that's going to be fun. Oh yeah, that's true. You're not wired. You won't be wired for that, right? Yeah, no, everything in there is based, is going to be, I mean, based off of the internet. So all televisions, music, everything. So if the internet goes down, we're fucked. Not really. But. Yeah. I mean, we'll be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you use your, your, uh, um, your phone as a, what do they call that? Hotspot. Yeah, yes. that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, we could we could try. I think the only thing we could probably hotspot is the POS system. Too much traffic <laughs> otherwise through it. And I don't think we could do that because that wouldn't be secure. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Now we used to do it at the Blacksburg Cabo when that happened, but again, that was six years ago. Yeah, so probably don't. Want it's to probably it probably changed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure there's some security issues. He's kidding, there. Gary. He's yes. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, so our our toast. We're using toast, and it's uh-huh. it's set up to run all like if the internet's down. So assuming that our routers and our like our routers are still functioning, everything in the business can function. And then once the internet pops back up then it'll reconnect and start processing credit cards and doing all of that type of stuff. But again, television, music, telephone, all communications in and outside of the business are dependent upon the the internet. So, Well, it's a good thing that the internet for the most part is really stable and doesn't go down ever. I mean, it that's true. Like, I mean, that was a legitimate concern back, back in the day, back in my day. Um, <laughs> okay, grandpa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, we still, like we had the knuckle buster. Because like when I don't know what that means when like the like the you put the credit card down with the carbon copy oh, and then the, oh, yeah, the yeah, little yeah. Pfft, pfft, yeah. like and you get the carbon they call that a knuckle buster yeah knuckle buster yeah okay. um because we and what that was fun trying to teach at the time twenty one year old servers how to use a knuckle buster they'd never seen one in their life before um but when the internet went down back in the day and and the internet did go down often um that was the 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 procedure. And, yeah. But that, that was also when cash was still used way more often than credit cards. We've gotten to a point in today's society where, especially with the pandemic, where everybody's just pretty much 100% digital currency now. Pretty much, yeah. I hate it, but that's very true. People, It is digital currency. So, all right. So what else have you been up to, Matt, besides adding things to the punch list? Showing up every day, making sure they're doing what they're supposed to. Like Who's this morning, they? I went in and Who's the they? oh, uh, contractors, subcontractors. You know, today, I, this morning, I went in and uh, they're installing the eco grip floors. So, went behind them and made sure they knew exactly what they're going to eco grip, uh, especially a space right next to the end of the bar, which uh, we've had to repeatedly tell that uh, 
we need eco grip there and not what they currently have down. So yeah, we should see that completed soon. It, that's the, the one benefit of doing so many things like so much of work digitally is that you have that digital paper, paper trail, you, whether it's a text message or it's an email or whatever. But like Matt saying, there's this one part at the end of the bar. I had the conversation more than once that this is not going to be finished like the dining room floor. This is going to be finished like the behind the bar floor. So it's it, it for various reasons without getting into it. But the, we want this floor to look this way and not that way. And everybody's like, okay, cool. And then I said it again. And we're like, okay, cool. And then the the floor guy, the dining room floor guy came in and didn't pay attention to it and just did whatever he wanted to do. And then I came in and I was like, all right, cool. We're going to have to undo this because the eco grip's going on there. And I was like, I want everybody to make sure. And the project manager was there. He's like, oh yeah, well we can go to the angle. And the, the GC, the landlord was there and he was like, no, 90 degrees. 90, and I'm like, yes, 90 degrees. We want 90 degrees here. And they're like, okay, 90 degrees. And I, Matt, I'm guessing we didn't get 90 degrees yet. No, I mean, they were just laying the floor today. I mean, okay. they have it polished where it needs to go, the 90 degrees, for sure. So Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm again, not going to be half surprised if I walk in and it's it's done at a 45 or something like that. I'd be like, I don't know how, like, how much more I have to tell somebody, like, how many other people have to get in this conversation. But, hey. Have you drawn a picture yet? Oh, yeah. Because sometimes pictures help. I've drawn pictures. <laughs> everything. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. All right. So they how, have they have it outlined. We're good. How, hopefully. How's your stress level, Matt? I mean, be, to be honest, it's, I'm not really that stressed. So Corey and I were talking about this the other day. It's like we don't have a lot of stress right now <laughs> yet. I mean, we have a lot of support on the back end, though, right? And that's part of like having a franchise, so that helps. I'm just laughing because that's not the answer Corey gave. Oh yeah, no. Oh. But it's uh, again, it's not. It's nothing, nothing major. It's not like I'm stressing over the opening date or I'm freaking out about the budget or anything like that. It's just these little stupid things where I'm just like, again, why are you calling me? You shouldn't be calling me. You need to call Matt because that's the instructions on everything is to call Matt. And yet they're speaking like, speaking of speaking of that, I'm sure you guys heard my phone go off. That is actually our, uh, um, our GC trying to call me. I don't know if he's trying to call you too, but, um, uh probably who knows um but yeah i mean like we we had uh we had some equipment delivered and we needed to return it and so we uh, and our our landlord was yelling at us because it was in a parking space in the garage it was on a pallet <clears throat> and he was like you gotta get this out of here we're like okay cool we've got it scheduled to pick up it's supposed to be there on monday monday comes and goes we walk in on tuesday it's still sitting in the parking lot parking space get in touch with our, our rep. They're like, oh, yeah, the uh, delivery company, they had an issue with drivers. They'll be by tomorrow between 1 and 3. All right, cool. It's just on a pallet in the parking lot. You can just pick it up whenever you want. Um, Wednesday comes and goes. Same thing. Thursday. Took like two weeks for them to come pick up this pallet, and they had to go find a different delivery company to pick it up because the delivery company that they were working with just kept saying, oh, yeah, drivers, COVID, snow, ice, I don't know, whatever excuse we want. We're not going to come pick this thing up. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're just getting yelled at every day. Like, when are you going to come pick this up? It's on the schedule. There's nothing, literally nothing I can do about this. And that's just the world that we live in right now, unfortunately. Yeah. So how are you guys uh, doing with uh, are you having any impacts because of supply chain issues? 
So I mean, we had our chairs. Our chairs got canceled after we had ordered them. I mean, we found a solution, but they I got think, can- right? Yeah, well, no, that wasn't even supply chain issues. That was, again, just some a-hole company being uh, inept at what they do or, or whatever. But, like, we ordered chairs, put a deposit down on the chairs, get a call three, four weeks before they're supposed to get delivered. Oh, yeah, that company, they uh, sold your chairs to somebody else. The chairs that we paid for, we put a deposit down. We put like four grand down on these chairs. It's like a $9,000 order and they sold them to somebody else. And so our rep found, he's like, all right, so they're basically the same thing. They're a little bit different, but. Um, Do they cost more? No. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get ahead of me, Julie. Sorry. <laughs> and, and so I was like, okay, that's fine. They're close enough. And he's like, yeah, they're going to be like two weeks later in delivery. Fine, we don't need them right now anyways. He calls back like two weeks later. He's like, so, um, remember those chairs? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, yeah, they sold them to somebody else. Same company has now sold our chairs twice out from underneath us. So he said that he found another company, and he's like, I'm not even supposed to do this, but I went straight to a manufacturer, and I got this all lined up. He's a great rep. Um, And he got it all worked out, and he was like, but here's the deal. He's like, it's going to be like $1,200 more for the chairs. He's like, but, 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 don't worry. I'll make you whole. He's like, even if you have to pay the $1,200 up front, I'm going to make sure that you get paid back in some way, shape, or form. Uh, but, again, it's just like, come on. And even then, like, now we're getting close because we're talking about mid to mid to the end of February, like weeks before we're going to, like a few weeks before we're supposed to open. Who knows if they're going to sell those chairs to somebody else. I mean, it's, you know, the new theme of the restaurants: bring your own chair. Wow, you could just get some lawn chairs. Yeah. <laughs> or make make taller tables and just have everybody stand. Yeah, I mean, we've already got some bar height tables, so. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, that's a, that that's fun. That's Yeah, but you're right. That's not really a supply chain issue. Well, kind of it is in that, obviously, they got paid more money to sell those chairs out from underneath you to somebody else, right? So somebody needed chairs, couldn't find them someplace else, and so it was like, hey, I'll, I'll pay you. More than they paid. Oh, no. They were just like, we're just going to get this money, the full payment now, and not have to wait a couple weeks to get that extra money. And And store our chairs for us while we wait. Yeah. But speaking of supply chain issues, we we met with um, our management team earlier this week, and the uh, guy who's going to be our bar manager, he said, uh, you know, he basically just said, he's like, hey, it's too bad you don't have your ABC license now because um, you probably would want to start stocking up on liquor if you could because... Like that, I mean, I don't know if you've seen, I mean, it's, it's not only the grocery stores, it's every store. Like if you go like liquor stores, there's, you can't buy anything and you can't buy it in bulk. So restaurants, bars, they're all just scrambling. They're just getting whatever they can get their hands on so that they can have something to serve their customers. Are you serious? Yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. So what, how, what's, you don't even have, you got no options there, right? We can't. Not until we get our license. We can't ABC license. buy liquor until we buy, get our ABC license. Sure. Yeah. And that's like we the last that. thing that we get to like, that's dependent on like health inspection and our CO. So that's like the very last thing that we need that we're probably going to get. Yeah. So, huh? Well, that sucks that you can't legally buy it until then. <laughs> so I'm sure. Um, wow. I, well, you know, maybe magically by then that the supply chain issues will be resolved. Yes, just like that. There's absolutely nothing that could happen between now and then that's going to screw up the world economy any more than it is. <laughs> absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> only, <Russia>. only, <laughs> only sunshine and rainbows from here on out, people. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, there you go. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, the hiring. So you have all of your managers are hired. Correct. Tra- has training started with them yet? No. No. They're hired. They're not yet employed by us. Okay. Because we, because we don't have a set starting date. Everything... All of our hiring, all of our training, everything is based off of our starting date. Okay. And since we don't have a starting date, we we can't really give them a start date, which is annoying uh, for everybody involved. But the nice thing is they're all employed right now. So we'll be able to give them at least that two weeks so they can put in their proper notice with their current jobs and nobody's sitting around, you know, with their power cut off because they're waiting for us to open up. Restaurant, not like you know when I first started at Cabo, I wasn't sitting around for a month waiting for them to open. Were you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so that's good. So you got the managers. When will you start the rest of the hiring? Like two weeks before we open. Okay. You know, we'll start the hiring probably a little bit before that, uh, like two to three weeks before we open, but we're going to get our the managers involved in that as well. So we have to get them to go to training either in Charlotte or Blacksburg first, or we're going to figure out the schedule, but our big focus is making sure that our managers are involved in hiring the rest of the staff as well. Yeah, so, the, so we'll start the interviewing pretty much like as soon as they start. Like, right, or like it'll be kind of close. We'll start interviewing people. Um, the nice thing about everybody who we're bringing on board right now, they're uh, except for one who's working in Blacksburg right now, but the, the other three uh, currently work here in Richmond, so they have connections, they know people. So, we've already got we've already got people lined up who want to come work for us in various positions throughout the restaurant. So, that's one of the bonuses is that these people have connections that we don't and they've got a network that we don't. So hopefully um, that that'll help fill some of the gaps, especially some of the key players. And then, I mean, again, just being a, a new restaurant for anybody who's for like the three people who are still in the service industry in this, uh, in this city, um, it being the new, the shiny new object is always beneficial because people want to come work for you. They want something new. It's, it's exciting to kind of get in on the ground floor, so to speak, where you get to be a part of the opening of the restaurant. But we also have to realize that the problem with that is that there is a certain amount of attrition that you have to expect when when hiring employees because you people come over, they think that it's going to be fun, they realize that they don't like the job as much, or you think that they're going to be something that they aren't. I mean, there's a number of things that could happen. So it's employee employment, employees, et cetera. Like people are always something that we're going to have to focus on in the business to make sure we're successful. What are you looking? What are you thinking for number of um, people that you're going to have? At the start that you have to hire. That's, um, I mean, we'll probably ha- consistently have like 40 people on payroll. Okay. Um, that's going to be full-time and part-time. So it, it, it depends. A lot of people, a lot of, uh, uh, I don't even know now because, I mean, everything's changed and I've been out of the game for a while. But um, it, it's common for people to just to have like servers, for example. They'll work. They'll serve at two different places. So they'll put in 20, 25 hours here, 20, 25 hours in there. Um, so you get a lot of those employees. You st- like, we'll still have students yeah. um, working for us. We've got um, one of the project managers um, that uh, is working on our project on the build out. He, his daughter's going to college in the fall. And like, I mean, he approached me and he's like, Hey, she's just looking to make it 
some extra cash. She's never had a job. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, she can, I mean, there's always a, a starting position in a restaurant, like whether it's hosting or, or busing or any of those things. So if, if she's looking to make, you know, work 15 to 20 hours a week, sure, we could probably find something on the schedule and I probably would definitely will. Yeah, that makes complete sense. All right. What, anything else? No, I got nothing. Matt, you got anything? No, not really. We're just waiting on other people. Story of my life. Mm-hmm. No, not really. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't wait for anyone. Okay, well let's uh, let's wrap it up, and uh, we'll you know we're gonna be back again in probably. Um. Well, so as like I don't know, we'll carve some time out. I think after we open, so because yeah. uh, from February tenth on. I mean, we're talking like that four to six week period. It's going to be go time for Matt and I. Um, and not that we couldn't carve out 30 minutes to record a podcast, but uh, I think it'll be more interesting to come back after we open, let's say in like April or May, to say, you know, really go through and be like, all right, so now that you're living in reality, what did we talk about that didn't happen? Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. That's a great plan. All right, let's. Uh, uh, Matt, how can people learn more about Cabo? Why don't you let our listeners know? They can check us out on Instagram or Facebook. Instagram handle would be Cabo.Richmond. And we will have all our information posted there as soon as we have it. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, thanks for uh, filling us with information, Corey, is on everything that's happening with the restaurant and then telling us some funny, engaging stories. Funny to us, probably not so much to you, but... And thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Everything you want to know about the show notes, including how to find out more about Cabo, will be in the show, in the show notes. notes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what I just did That's there. That's fine. Um, if you want to work with us, us being SB Pace, if you want to connect with us, if you want to know anything about us, everything that we have, including free content, courses, um, ways to send us emails all sorts of stuff are out there just go to our website sbpace.com and we have another business you should check out it's called certivium it's all about social media customer service customer engagement check that out uh certivium.com that's in the links or the show notes as well yeah hey did you tell them that we have a radio show no that's your job in this we have a radio show it's called defeat the chaos it's on the voice america business channel it airs live every thursday at 9 a.m eastern and it's also always available on demand and speaking of podcasts which we weren't but you're listening to one so go go ahead download and rate our podcast subscribe give us a review and reach out to us on that website Corey just gave you, sbpace.com, for any topics that you're interested in learning about. While you're on our website, purchase our number one Amazon best-selling book, Seriously Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. We've got a digital workbook download available on our website. And if you've already purchased it, make sure to go out there, rate, and review that for us. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And this was BizQuick, helping small businesses across America.